Who can pilot a spaceship? A spaceship is um, a vehicle, like a van. It doesn't have to be shaped like a flying saucer. It can be any shape. It doesn't have to be shaped like a rocket or a shuttle. It doesn't need wings. A spaceship, if it has propulsion, um, it can go through the atmosphere without burning anything. The hull doesn't burn up. So if it has proper propulsion, you might call it, I'm going to say a drive, it makes it go, then um, let's talk about that first. A rocket burns something, but a spaceship, it goes because it's more of an open understanding of it. So those that can pilot a spaceship are those that understand that a spaceship can go. It can go up and down, left and right. It can rotate. It can pitch. It can tilt. And it can do a, at least one other important maneuver that's often very useful in space when you don't want to collide with a planet. And you don't even know what that is. It's like pitch, tilt, rotate, change of propulsion, a bunch of stuff at one time. A spaceship can be shaped like a house. It can be shaped like a van. It can be shaped like anything uh, the designer chooses. The designer's in charge of what the spaceship looks like. So someone that can pilot a spaceship is someone that is willing to use someone else's design and to learn about it. So if you're offended already that you don't like that my design might not be how you want it, then probably you can't pilot a spaceship. But there's one more thing. The men that pilot spaceships that I build are going to be men that have a real joy when families are happy. A real passion for life and a joy in seeing other worlds and doing no harm. Nonviolent men that choose nonviolence, like Buddhists. So I might choose mothers who have a large family with lots of children, gentle women. One day she might be a babysitter with no job skills, and the next day she might be a spaceship pilot because she's gentle and kind and patient and honest. A Buddhist monk, one day he might be an accountant with a job he hates, trying to uh, go to a Buddhist temple with all the Christians telling him that he's practicing heresy, which is not true. Not in every case, anyway. But because he might know about peace or peacefulness or something, nonviolence and compassion and love, the next day he might be a spaceship pilot. And he might be able to leave the world for a minute without a bunch of judgmental bastard children breathing down his neck telling him he's a bad man. And he might take children out to Neptune for a birthday party. He might take 15-year-old teenage boys on a space tour of the solar system or the galaxy. Try to imagine going on a two-week, 14-day vacation as a 15-year-old on your spring break or summer or winter or something, any time of the year. And being able to tour the entire galaxy and eat pizza with your friends. And a spaceship built like a small city. With windows so you can see where you go. Who would pilot it? Would a squadron of marines pilot it? No. You'd need some men that are like dads. That know how to be a dad. 
and not violently beat the children the whole time and not neglect them, but talk to them about the world. You need a tour guide that knows a few things about worlds, people there, stars. They might even get to go down from the spaceship and meet people from other worlds. So they need to be peaceful and nonviolent 15-year-olds with tour guides that make sure the 15-year-olds don't go there with knives and guns and try to murder everyone and don't try to hit each other or men from other worlds. You need some mothers there, hopefully, to mother the children. Hopefully the children are with their mothers. Hopefully the mothers go on this trip, every mother. And hopefully some dads. Dads might have to work. And who would be qualified? A Buddhist monk. A young woman that's gentle, kind, and compassionate. Someone that would be interested in learning about the spaceship design, using someone else's design, and learning how to pilot it would be the best qualified candidate. Now, they're not a candidate. There's no vote. There's no election. When I build these spaceships, they will all be mine. My fleet, my intergalactic fleet of spaceships being launched from the Earth will all be mine. I might even park them on other worlds and bring them to and from the Earth so fast that no military can shoot them down. Try to steal the technology. But who would be qualified? Violent men? No. Politicians? No. The United Nations? No. Government agencies? No. A Buddhist monk? A young man that's never been married or an old, older man? A kind mother? Might be the two most qualified in the whole earth. Someone honest. See, if I build these spaceships, who's going to want to go first? Joe Rogan? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Richard Dawkins? The military, the New World Order, the Illuminati, the uh, governments, the wealthy? But who would I take? The poor. And who would pilot the ships? Buddhists who are nonviolent and young mothers. And along the way, I would teach them about intergalactic diplomacy. I'd give them a diplomacy package where they could learn to be diplomats. I'd teach these Buddhists and young women to be spiritual, which I could do very quickly. I'd teach them foreign languages. I know nearly every language in the universe now. I know more than 7 million languages. I'd teach these men and women young women, mothers, and Buddhist monks, men, how to pilot the ships, how to teach nonviolence in other worlds, and how to take children and families to other worlds for birthday parties, for anniversary sunset viewing on another world. I teach them about peace, universal peace in the universe. And when they come back to the world and when the world is a mess, you might be ashamed if you're a government agency official, if you're a lying diplomat in the earth, if you're a murderous soldier that wants to go to space to murder people and blow up moons and worlds. But if you're a kind and peaceful and nonviolent person, then I might want you to go on a space tour and see if you like it. The next generation I would want to teach and the one after that would be called the second and the third. The third generation I would want to train warriors like 
warriors that know about, you might call them peaceful warriors, warriors that know how to use weapons with exceptional skill and strength and speed, but also who are nonviolent. They know when to be peaceful and when to, when to not. So it's still be peaceful. It's still be ships piloted by young mothers and Buddhist monks and warriors of exceptional strength, speed, and skill as warriors. I'd want warriors there because after three generations of this or three steps of this, other men would try to steal my technology over and over again. And if anyone succeeds, then there might be space fighting, space wars, and space combat, including combat on the ground. And so I'd want warriors there so that the young women feel safe and the Buddhist monks feel safe. Not everyone knows how to be a warrior, so I teach them that as well, which I can do very quickly. So who can pilot a spaceship? Someone that's kind, honest, and righteous. Righteous is really interesting to talk about. If you're a compassionate person that can love another man as a brother or another woman as a sister, that can be kind and give gifts, someone that can be gentle, then you might also be highly intelligent. But that might mean you're poor. So I'd want you to go first. Now, what I'd also like to do is do space tours with scoffers and pastors to show them God's magnificent creation and teach them how to speak of God's creation. It's really difficult to deny that God exists when you can see the whole galaxy out of your front windshield. With your eyes, no telescope, no photo editing. You can take a picture with your iPhone and put it in your pocket and know it's real. I'd allow anyone to video the whole space journey, leaving the earth, the whole travel, the whole way back, everything, and put it on YouTube or Daily Motion or Vimeo or any other thing they want. They can do podcasts. They can record the whole thing. All of it. No limits, no restrictions. Men are free. If you believe all men are free, then maybe you might one day be chosen to be a spaceship pilot. But if you believe that men are not free, if you want to tell them what to do and make rules and laws, you can't do it. Peaceful men can go to space. Warring men I'm not going to give you my ships. So this is a fun thing to talk about because I do plan to build a fleet of ships. I want to start with 10. And then one day it might be 10,000 throughout the galaxy. And they'll all belong to me. If there's ever a problem, I can just take it back. That's my plan. On the other spaceships I built, I didn't build, I didn't build a recall command or any kind of computer electronics, in part because I didn't want to deal with code. But one day I might hire a man to write it in Linux, which is a free operating system, and I might pay him to write code that the NSA can't hack for all the computer systems. And I might bring knowledge to and from other worlds. And I might set up an intergalactic empire of peace with a thousand worlds and a thousand representatives speaking about a thousand worlds of peace, food, family, parties, wine, wedding anniversaries, children, blessings of God, praise of God, 
with happiness, joy, rejoicing, jubilee, celebration, and long moments of peace. And then if anyone comes along and challenges what I'm doing, I can turn to them in my old sweater, my old worn out shoes, and I can say, in my intergalactic civilization of peace, this empire that I'm building, there's no one who has even one complaint, not one, except for violent men that want to murder everyone. So I'm not gonna give those men my spaceships. And one day you might be invited to go on a space tour of a diplomacy meeting where they have flying like donut thrones like uh, on uh, Star Wars on uh, the World Coruscant and where a thousand diplomats and a thousand more from a thousand worlds in the whole galaxy meet and talk about peace, joy, love, happiness, celebration, intergalactic travel, economy, armies of peace, conquering no one, and interesting things. And you might film it on your iPhone or your Android smartphone that you got from a, um, got on a low price from Walmart. And you might bring it back and put it on YouTube. And in the earth, when they're talking about killing everyone in the whole earth, the whole earth might be ashamed seeing what can be built in a decade or decades. An intergalactic civilization can be built in a decade or decades. But in the earth, you can't figure out how to feed the poor. Here's how you do it. You give them food. You can't figure out how to clothe the poor. Here's how you do it. You let them grow cotton and harvest it on their own, or you give them a shirt. You can't figure out how to give a drink to the thirsty. Here's how you do it. You stop poisoning their water. You dig wells if they can't do it. And if they can do it, you can give them shovels. And if they need their water to be cleaned, you give them water filters if you're the one that poisoned their water. It's really simple. The math is one. If you poisoned it, you filter it. And if they have no drink, you can take it from your hand and put it in their hand. You haven't figured out how to free prisoners. So on every world, I'd make sure there's no prisons in every place because it's a shame to put men in prison. Every world where men are in prison would be a world where there is shame, where it is a shame. And men would be ashamed of the earth. And then you might say, why don't they go, why don't they come here? And I might say, they go from here to other worlds. They don't come here because this place is a place where there's lots of shame, where you poison the water, you make sure they don't have food or clothes. You oppress the poor and they're downtrodden. And when you cause a problem, you don't fix it. What's the solution? One. You poison their water, you filter it. One. Heck, if you count to two, you might filter the water and put it in a cup and hand it to them. That's two things. And if you're heck really smart, you might do that um, every day or make sure they have water accessible every day and give them containers and everything. One, two, three. But the earth can't even get to the math one. So if you want to figure out the mathematics of designing spaceships or piloting them, the first thing you need to do is figure out how do you get to number one. You think of human beings, human kindness, loving kindness, peace, grace, faith, gratitude, the earth, the planet earth, the place 
of humans, human beings. There's 8 billion of us and children. 8 billion human beings and children. And if you love them all, or a lot of them, maybe one day you can be a spaceship captain. So who can do it? Learning how to pilot a spaceship, can be, it can be learned. The, for a, a tourism spaceship, it can be done with a joystick. The spaceship only needs to do six basic movements, up and down, forward and back, left and right. And if it can rotate, then you've pretty much got almost all the controls. With a, with a really efficient and slick and um, simple and effective control system design. So who can learn to do that? Almost anyone. But who can do it well? A violent man can't. A murderer can't. A military conquering empire can't. The American military can't. The American government can't. No government in the world can do this. The United Nations can't do this. The Red Cross and other organizations can't do this. You have to love people to do this. You have to be kind and gentle and compassionate and honest to them to do this. That's why... Most men in the earth can't do it. You have to be honest. But who can be honest? A young mother. A Buddhist monk. Maybe a teenage boy. Maybe, but probably not. Maybe one day. Maybe he would be the second generation of spaceship captains in Dale's fleet. My fleet of ships that I own. That are my property. In an intergalactic empire. So later, there might be a question. What was Dale thinking when he built an intergalactic empire in a decade or two? I just did it in this podcast. I was thinking of peace, compassion, love, loving kindness, grace, faith, knowledge of God, birthday parties, wedding anniversaries, and all the things that I said. So if you should say, well, how can one man take control of the galaxy that fast? I talked of peace and I never stopped. I told the truth and I told you to tell the truth. I told you to do it. I told you in this podcast.